Part one, pathos practice. Number one, how was Harry hastened so hurriedly from the hunt? Number two, in Hertford, Hereford, in Hampshire, hurricanes hardly ever happen. Second part, part one. Larry sent the ladder a letter later. Number two. Lucy lingered, looking longingly for her lost lapdog. In the 1970s, Roxanne Quimby was trying to live a simpler life, one that rejected the pursuit of material comforts. She moved to Maine, built a cabin in the woods, and lived off the grid. By the mid-80s, she met a recluse beekeeper named Bert Shabbats and offered to help him tend to his bees. As partners, Roxanne and Bert soon began selling their pure Maine honey at local markets, which evolved into candles made out of beeswax and eventually lip balm and skincare products. Today, Bert's bees can be found in nearly every grocery store and drugstore around the U.S. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your absolute favorite podcast, A Millennial's Guide to Activism and Mindfulness, where we combat the toughest socioeconomic questions and present only the most real conversational answers to questions asked by you, the listeners. Today, our episode on the harmful effects of virtual reality living on the natural subconscious will be discussed by me, your host, Jordan Ruokaba. With me on the panel this morning will also be my close associate and classmate, Bryce G. Now, these days, excessive digital gaming and online virtual living is becoming more and more prevalent in the everyday life of the modern young person. Today, many individuals are hooked into virtual worlds of fantasy and make-believe to the point where their individual realities are becoming skewed and warped beyond repair. In this, the mental states of said individuals, children, young people, as well as your average technologically inclined adults follow as such, all becoming more and more devoid of reality and sensibility, leading to heightened decreases in mental and physical health. Never before have we seen such an influx of mental health disparities ravage a generation. Are young people these days born with this propensity for lack of strong mental health? Or are there external factors that create it? Is it our continuous preference for our lives on screen that continue to destroy our mental realities outside of it? Or is virtual reality simply an escape from the true culprit of this phenomenon? Reality as we know and reality as we live it. individuals who have felt the effects of social media and virtual living on our mental health. Would you personally say that you'd agree that social media affects how we see ourselves? Is this effect positive or negative? I think it could be good and bad. Depends on uh, two things. Uh, depends on how much you're doing it. Uh, depends on what you're doing it for. Are you trying to escape or are you trying to um, get out of something, uh, I feel like it can be good, and I also think an excessive amount of gaming, social media, can also take a toll on your mental health, depending on the situation. Okay, um, would you say that, like, so you would say that excessive gaming, um, excessive social media use 
has affected your mental health in any type of way. And when I say mental health, it's not just talking about, like, you know, um, depression, high depression, anxiety, but, like, irritability, sluggishness, issues sleeping, all of that. I think uh, at some points, yes. Um, And I also think that anything that is excessive can lead to a lower mental health. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and what, in what ways do you think that, like, gaming can, like, make you more depressed? For, like, per se, if you're gaming a lot, and then whenever you're not gaming, would you, would you agree that possibly when you game, you might have, like, heightened, like, dopamine levels, and you feel great, and you feel like you have friends, and then in real life, like, it might Social, be the opposite? Yeah. No, I, I felt that way a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and there was a, uh, a point where... I wanted to actually play more games than socialize with friends. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I had friends in the real world. But, you know, yeah. of course, uh, I enjoyed gaming more than just friends. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. In what ways um, would, would you say being active on social media or with gaming has affected, like, how you see yourself? Um, I think it has, I think it has, in a way, weirdly, I feel like, not improved, but I feel more, I feel more comfortable with just being myself when, when I am gaming. Okay, gotcha. Would you say that that has taken a toll possibly on how you see yourself outside of when you're gaming? Like, 100%. Oh, totally. So you 100%. feel like it'd be like less in self-esteem exactly. when you're not on the game? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think that like being on the game a lot um, or even being on social media, let's say like you're scrolling through TikTok, spending hours and hours, you know, you're playing COD until three in the morning. Do you think that that has affected your work ethic at all? Uh, it depends. I feel like they should... Uh... I feel like a, not a true gamer, but I feel like any gamer should have the quote-unquote self-control mm-hmm. enough to, you know, play the video games yeah. and know, okay, wait, hold on. I have something at 3 in the morning. Oh, I have something at 6 a.m. I have something yeah. I have to get up. Yeah. Um, I have to make sure that I'm up for work because this is giving, this is making me money. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's say, like, if you were to cut gaming or even, like, media time from your day-to-day, what would that look like? Do you think you'd have a better sleep schedule? Um, do you think you'd have more time to go outside or do beneficial beneficial things, like work out? Um, I feel like, and yes, I feel like that could be a possibility, but majority of people won't. Yeah. Because, yeah, you cut one thing, something else will pop up. Yeah. Um, so you, would you argue that possibly gaming excessively or being on social media actually takes away from like healthy things like healthier things like healthier excessively yes okay um do you believe that living online takes you away from the real world if it does how do you think this separation has affected how you view real life or even relationships or even the entire world like how has being you know an individual within a fantasy life um Right, we've talked about self-esteem. We've talked about how we view ourselves differently and how we feel differently when we're on the game or on social media. How is that changing you? Everything else outside of the game. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like yes. Um, it 
can and I'm trying to work this in a yeah. Um, uh, could you uh, put that in a sorry, not a different yeah. way? Yeah. So but let's say like to... because because gaming because social media is like a fake world, right? Okay. Um, it really is a, a, a living a life. It, it's a facade. Right, it's not real life. There's fantasy and there's romance and there's sexy women and there's there's cool shit like yeah. you know Jeff flying and do, having powers and, and 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 you get rewarded and you, exactly. you feel good. How is that like always dealing with that and then all of a sudden you're in real life and you're like, I don't know, oh, shit, that. this sucks. How is that affected how you see things? Right. I feel like that. I feel like. The whole social media gaming, yes, it is a facade, but I also can argue that that will be our future, and not not in maybe, but I don't think that would ever be in our lifetime. So does it make you too hopeful for the future, but you can't live in your present? I can agree on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like people are. I mean, like I can be um, too. Built, built into the game, yeah. um, or pushed into the game, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like it can affect somebody, and just like mm-hmm. how it affects me, yeah. Um, and yes, y- yes, it can. Okay. Do you believe that too much time playing violent video games at a young age can cause an individual to have violent tendencies as they grow up? Uh, no. No, you don't no, believe so. I don't believe. Like, I feel like it's like the same argument that school shooters are uh, uh, are built off of the Call of Duty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can have an influence on you know, I yeah. guess your knowledge on weapons or yeah. you know, uh, but if you're, yeah, it doesn't. I, I I've not seen a good study, and I will be willing to see one if there. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are some studies that, that tie into, like, the psychological aspect of it, and that it does sensitize you in a way. Okay. Um, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to see one. That'd yeah, yeah. I I would argue that, like, the repeated, like, as a child and as a teenager, the repeated use of that does mess with your brain, because, but not because of just, oh, there's killing or there's shooting, but it's because of the real life versus fake life that I just brought up. That's does fair. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. The fact that that's not real I don't life. Think, and I don't think children do should that. be doing Oh, shit. is that? Yeah. I don't think children should be doing that at all. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 